Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive of rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet... You can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Sal Capaccio, Matt Bove. It's always game day in Buffalo. Thanks a lot for downloading, subscribing. We've been with you all season. We're going to be here through the postseason. The Bills are going to the postseason. They clinched a playoff berth last week with the victory over the Miami Dolphins. So make sure you subscribe to us. Throw us a nice rating. We appreciate that. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you pod. On the offense, do you expect Cole Beasley to have an uptick from the 11 snaps he had, obviously, again, with the caveat of weather in this game, but kind of what does that look like for you as far as Cole Beasley and his usage in this offense? 11 snaps last week, one target. I do. I think that there's going to be more snaps for a couple of reasons. The first one being just another week of familiarity with a new offensive coordinator, kind of getting his feet wet. And second, if the weather isn't great, I think they want some kind of short intermediate options for Josh to throw the ball. So he doesn't have to try and extend the play and stretch the field a ton. And I think Cole Beasley is their best option there. So I think that there will be more snaps for him. I don't think that it's going to be a insane. I don't think he's going to have, you know, 10 catches or anything like that, but I can see this being a game where Cole has three or four catches for like 35 yards, kind of like a old school Cole Beasley game. Maybe just not quite the level of production that we've seen in the past. Yeah. And look, he seemed like he was moving fine. There was only one target, but I mean, so far through one week, you know, getting a guy back here who hasn't played in a while, um, you know, doesn't seem like it's been an issue. So hopefully they can continue to wrap him up and get him to the point where they feel a lot more comfortable putting him on the field a little bit more. What I found interesting was, and we, we kind of discussed this on the last pod was that it really didn't impact Isaiah McKenzie's usage at all. So that's going to be the interesting part is what does that look like with the entire wide receiver group? If Cole Beasley does play a little bit more, uh, we talked about Josh Allen and his ability to throw the ball. Hey, look, Josh is going to be a runner in this game too. I think Matt, I think that's got to come into play uh, just like it did, you know, last year around this time. And then the playoffs with this weather, we talk about Justin Fields, Josh Allen becomes a weapon with his legs. Yeah, he does. It's funny. This might be the only week that he will play where he isn't the better mobile quarterback. I mean, earlier in the year, you could say the same thing about Lamar, but mm-hmm. Justin Fields, that is his specialty right now is getting out of the pocket, extending place. It is nice to have that though, especially in moments like this. Now you don't ever want to overdo it. You don't want to put Josh in a position where 
he's running too much or he's taking too many hits or anything like that. That's always been a hot topic here in Buffalo, but it's nice, especially if it's going to be 30, 40 mile an hour gusts and it's going to be freezing. It's nice to have a guy who's 18 feet tall and just a <laughs> built like a actual Buffalo. That's what Mina Kimes always says. She's like, how did the bills get a quarterback? Who's actually just a Buffalo. And it feels like that's perfect for Josh Allen. Uh, that, that's great. Uh, also, did you see the, um, the intersection of Clark and Kent in Buffalo? I did. That was really cool. It's cool. Yeah. I love that they keep doing that. There's a intersection, Clark and Kent. And of course that is Superman's alter ego. So where it actually intersects on the street sign in Buffalo, there is a, I don't know. What do you call a, not a statue. What would you call a, a sign? Uh, it's a sign. It's a sign. It's a Josh Allen sign. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and he's Superman. He's wearing yeah. the cape. I don't know. Who, I don't know. I believe there's a company who printed out the sign. I don't know the company name off the top of my head. I believe it's an Adam Ziegler from the Buffalo News cartoon that he drew. And it is from the play, the two-point conversion in the fourth quarter. where He jumped over the top. So the cartoon was him jumping over the top of the line with the cape on. So then somebody took that and then put that over the intersection of Clark and Ken's. Now that's just the most recent situation where this has happened. We had Josh leaping and Josh hurtling over the hurdle Avenue sign. And it was the cutout of him from the game against the chiefs this season. So, and then you had Josh Allentown last year, that sign was there. Yep. So yeah, this is, uh, (laughs) it's become kind of a thing here in Buffalo. All right. Did you get any grief for your horrible take about bacon? No, I actually get a lot of praise. I get a lot of people. I get a lot of people talking about my bravery and just how somebody needed to be a voice for the voiceless. No, I, I, no, I, I did not see it that way. I saw people saying basically that what is wrong with you? How could you not like bacon? So it's funny you bring it up. I went over to a coworker's house for something to eat. I and think they had was, only bacon for you. I think this was on Tuesday night and they were making <laughs> burgers. Okay. So I had to, they live in the city and I had to do the six o'clock news and the 11 o'clock news. So I All went right. over and had something quick to eat with them. And then I went back to my station and they had bacon on the burgers and they were like, do you want bacon? And before I could even say something, they basically were like, I know the answer to that from Twitter and your take is outrageous. And I was like, I, I don't think my take is outrageous at all. I think that bacon is overrated. And then a couple of people also messaged me like, oh, you haven't had our bacon or you haven't had this kind oh. of bacon. Like, I'm sure there are a lot of different kinds of bacon, but it's a two-part take. Sausage is better than bacon and bacon is overrated. That does not mean bacon is bad. I still like bacon. It just means that I'm not going out of my way to have things with bacon on it. Well, I got a little grief for saying that I would take a sausage link on the go. All right. So, but that was my, <laughs> that was my I, shameful I, take, I, I guess. I was trying to be nice when you were talking. I was like, I have hey, no idea. I was I'm, like, in, I, I'm in a hurry sometimes. And if I have a sausage link and I got to go and I don't want to, and I got to, I want to finish that piece of sausage. I'm, I'm taking it with me. What is your favorite, like on the go food? Like if you oh. have to be going somewhere, like what is your favorite? I guess if you were driving down transit okay like one or niagara falls boulevard one of those roads where you have every option available to you okay and you're like driving and you've got max with you and you're in a rush like what are you getting what are you stopping for this is easy actually for me 
because if I have Max with me, especially it makes it easy because I can just grab him something. I'm getting a from the value menu the McChicken. It's like a buck fifty for a nice McChicken, and bam, I'm I'm off, baby. Let's go. Do you? Um, and I can just get him some nuggets or something. Okay. Have you ever done the McChicken combined with the double cheeseburger and put them into one sandwich? I have not, I, but I'm not a big cheese eater. Sorry, everybody. It's just more of a lactose thing. Um, but uh, not that, I, and I don't really love cheese. I will eat cheese. like a pizza and stuff like that. But no, to answer your question, that's just, that's, I want to explain why I also have not done that partly, but I also never would think of that. Yeah. That was like a thing when I was in college, there's a name that I'm not allowed to say on a podcast of what people call that sandwich. If you're listening oh, and you know, okay. you know, um, but it's delicious. I also agree. I think a McChicken is a really good, quick option. I mean, they're yeah. de- they're delicious. They're they're probably just terrible for you, but they're delicious. I think that I've kind of become because I've been very outspoken. I love there's a fast casual chain Mexican restaurant where you can make burritos and burrito bowls that I've been very outspoken about my love for. But you can't eat that on a go. That's like impossible. And then Chick Fil A. I mean, Chick Fil A is great. But there's not that many options, like at least on the places that I said. I think there's a Chick Fil A on. There's transit. a new one near the stadium now, though. There is a new one near the stadium. It was difficult. So they had Chick Fil A at practice on Wednesday, and I mean, you were there, you knew. Um, it was difficult. I tried to not really eat anything because every year for Christmas, one of my best friend's dads takes us out for like a dinner at Texas Day Brazil. In like the Brazilian steakhouse. Yes. Yes. So I wanted to like not really eat anything because I knew I was going to totally be get it. a lot at Texas. But then you saw the Chick-fil-A there. So what I did, I thought I was responsible. I just had some Chick-fil-A salad and I just took a couple nuggets and put it on the top. So it was like a little chicken salad, but it was hard to watch like all of the spicy <laughs> McChickens sit there and be or not spicy McChickens, the spicy chicken sandwiches and be like, wow, like those look good. Those look good. I mean, this is coming from a guy. We had Chick-fil-A at my wedding. That was our late night snack was at the end of the night. We had, I think, I think it was 225 Chick-fil-A chicken sandwiches delivered. And they all sat there on this big table. And so, yeah, like it's, it's, it's a thing. We, we like Chick-fil-A. Let's wrap up here. I want to ask you about the, um, and we could talk about the Pro Bowl selections. Oh yeah. That's funny. Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs and Mitch Morse from the offensive side for Morse first Pro Bowl. Good for him. Congratulations. Jordan Poyer, believe it or not, his first Pro Bowl. He's been snubbed the last few years. Um, I don't know why Matt Milano's not on this list. I think it's criminal. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the biggest gripe I have. I don't like to gripe too much about Pro Bowl selections. I mean, it's voting. All Pro means more. I think Matt Milano has a legit look at All Pro. Jordan Poyer last year did not make the Pro Bowl and was an All Pro. Um, I think that could be Matt Milano this year, but that's my only gripe. Otherwise. Good for Mitch Morris. And then the other three, obviously not saying Mitch Morris is deserving, but kind of a surprise, I think, to see that, but good for him. And I think that um, the, all of them are very deserving, obviously. I agree. I think that the biggest surprises I had were Milano not making it and Edmonds not making it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Edmonds is very polarizing, but I think he's also having a great year. I think Matt Milano is maybe to cut above, but Tremaine, that's not to take away from Tremaine Edmonds and what he's been able to accomplish. None of the guys who made it, I was surprised made it like I think Allen and Diggs and Poyer were locks, mm-hmm. which Morris I think caught me off guard, but that's not 
to say that he doesn't deserve it. I think Mitch Morris has been the Bills' best offensive lineman this year. And I think I added it up yesterday with their four players that made it and then all of their alternates. The Bills had 16 players. 12 alternates, 12, 12 because 12. they go like five, fifth, alternate, fourth, alternate, fifth, alternate, things like that. And I understand that's ridiculous, but it is crazy to think that 16 players in a 53 man roster received some sort of recognition pro bowl wise. And you'd have to imagine Vaughn would have been on the list too. Vaughn would have made the pro bowl if he didn't get injured. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Would've, so, would've that too. So, I mean, they're getting a lot of love. I did think it was funny to kind of see some of the discourse of the Tua conversation happen yesterday on social media because oh, he's yeah. not named to the Pro Bowl, but he <laughs> was the leading vote getter for the Pro Bowl. And it's one of those things where I don't think it's it's not a slight on Tua that he didn't make the Pro Bowl because he's having a really, really great season, like a much, much better season than I anticipated that he would have. But who is he going to beat on that roster? The AFC quarterbacks are so stacked compared to the NFC. You look at the AFC, it's Mahomes, Allen, and Burrow. And sorry, Dolphins fans, two is not better than any of those three players. And then even you have Herbert. More deserving. Yeah. And you have Herbert who didn't make it, which is also a big snub, but he's not better than any of those three guys right now. Then you go to the NFC, Jalen Hurts might win the MVP this year. Really good player. But I still don't think better than Mahomes, Allen, or Burrow. And then the other guys are Kirk Cousins and Geno Smith. Mm. Just like look at the disparity. Good for Geno. Good, good for, for Geno. Good for him. A hundred percent. Love it. Like Love I hope that he, I hope that he gets a big contract somewhere. Yeah. I hope that he's had a really, really just like up and down career. Good for him. Remember when Geno Smith and the Bills was a thing for a little while? Remember when people thought Geno Smith was going to be the guy I wanted in that draft? That's the guy I wanted. Of course, it didn't turn out that way for his career, but the Bills were trending towards a quarterback. Buddy Nix came on WGR and said, my job is to get a franchise quarterback before they leave here. We kind of knew that was happening. I wanted Geno that year. I loved Geno coming out of West Virginia. The Bills obviously chose EJ Manuel. Didn't go so well. Didn't go great for Geno either, but that was the guy that I wanted. So yes, I do remember that. I can't believe we're going to go down this rabbit hole, but I think people will enjoy this. Okay. Who are the other top quarterbacks that? year. It was Geno well, Smith. It was EJ Manuel. It was there Ryan. Any. Ryan Nassib was Ryan the guy Nassib, linked to the Bills because of Marone. Syracuse and Marone. Uh, that was also Matt Barkley, right? That year? I believe that might be correct. Yes. This is Barkley could have come out 2013. Barkley could have come out the year before that and he didn't. He went back and it hurt him, I think, yes. was the situation there. I think that's what happened. By the way, real quick, while you're looking that up, we should mention Mitch Morse, as we talk today, is still in the concussion protocol. Yes. We're talking about him making the Pro Bowl. We don't know if he's going to play against Chicago. I don't even know if he can travel necessarily. I, I don't know that. I'm just, people have asked me, um, but we'll see. It's not trending well that he's missed two days. Hopefully he'll be okay. He has had concussions in his career. So, you know, hopefully that's something that's not, you know, more severe or long-term and they get him back sooner rather than later. And he advances through the protocol. Ryan Bates has been a full participant. I would expect him to go to center. They could use Greg Van Roten. The good news here is Ike Butker is back on the team as an active player. Um, They reactivated him, so they have extra depth on the offensive line. 2013 draft. All right. Tyler Bray. Where do you go to school? You remember? Mm, Coastal Carolina. Tennessee. Okay. EJ Manuel, Florida State. Florida State, yeah. Ryan Nassib, Syracuse. Matt Barkley, USC. Mike Glennon. Remember where Mike North Carolina went to school? Yes, NC State. This is a person that I did not know existed. Zach Dysert. 
Yeah, Zach Dysert. He, uh, I remember him wearing a black uniform, maybe. Uh, Miami Oregon State, Miami, Miami, Ohio. Okay, my oh, okay, maybe not. Yeah, who am I? I'm confusing with somebody. I can't remember who. Geno Smith and Tyler Wilson. Mm. Tyler Wilson went to Arkansas. I remember the oh, yeah. big ones that were always linked to the Bills were Geno or Nassib, and then. At the end, it became manual, but it wasn't always that way. Right. That kind of emerged, I think, the day or two before the draft. Yeah, that was interesting, but good for Gino. He's getting to the, he's going to the Pro Bowl. Um, we'll have, obviously, you know, keep an eye on what happens with those guys that are alternates. And it's not a Pro Bowl game anymore. You know, they're doing like a skills competition and a flag football game of some sort. Honestly, that'll be more entertaining than actually watching the Pro Bowl. Right. Anyway, like that's right. it's so outdated. And can I just um, make sure everybody knows here? I want to say this first alternates, Deion Dawkins, Dawson Knox, Matt Milano, Tremaine Edmonds, second alternates, Roger Saffold and Tyler Bass. Third, Tyler Medikevich for special teams. Reed Ferguson is a long snapper. Reggie Gilliam, the fullback fourth alternate, Greg Russo and Ed Oliver. Fifth alternate is Saran Neal. So yeah, we're going five deep here with alternates uh, for the pro bowl. So congratulations to everybody who made that. All right, Matt, we got to get out of here. Enjoy the games. Merry Christmas to you, your lovely family, your wife. Um, you know, obviously I'm glad that you're going to be safe. I know that it kind of stinks. You wanted to go, but it is a good thing that we can all kind of, you know, make sure that we're doing what we need to do best for all of us in this situation. I appreciate that. You know, Merry Christmas to you and your family, to everybody listening. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. I hope you have an amazing holiday season. Stay safe. I know that's going to be tough these next couple days with the weather that we're supposed to have. I hope this doesn't deter you from your plans, but just use caution wherever you got to go. Uh, My grandfather used to have this phrase that I think of all the time when you're in a hurry, slow down. So when you're (laughs) in a hurry this weekend and you're trying to get to where you got to go, just slow down. Everything will be okay. So happy holidays. and, And thank you all for listening and making us a part of your routine whenever you happen to download. And by the way, Download, like, subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) I love it.